We got one bar of battery life left. Well, we didn't plug in the cable for the recorder. Yeah. No, no, it's in the it's in your thing. Yeah. Block. That's I didn't realize that was for the recorder. I thought that was for the mics. No, I took that inside. Well, shit, I didn't know that. Oh, look at that. I'll be It's like the weird... Yeah. Only three things in your house use that cord thing type adapter. And... Still nothing. No, the, ba the battery indicator goes away when there it's plugged in. Now it is. It didn't go. It, it was still showing, but yeah. All right, so we're we're still on. Receiver's good. I'm good. You're good. Sweet. <sighs> so this trip has been it's been a good trip. Yeah. There was something. Oh, so yeah, the other yeah another chapter marker here. We're talking about work. Would you rather have... Oh, yeah, because we talked about, like, how much money would it take for you to go back to the office? Yeah. Yeah. At least a quarter of a million. Yeah. Like, would you rather have money or flexibility, I guess, is what it boils down to. Yeah. So, I would rather have the flexibility. Um, but if I'm being forced to go back, they need to... They, they, I mean, I would, I would rather get paid more to have to deal with the bullshit. Like, so, okay, so then with that being said, would you rather find another parallel, like, work platform that made a little bit less money and stay home? So, well, see, that's part of the, part of the problem for me is I don't think I could find exactly what I do now. What's your degree? Um, I, I just have an associate's of, it's, it's supposed to be associate's of, si of art, but it's associate of science. But, so you have, you, do you have certs and all that stuff? Nope. No, I've been, I've been lucky enough that everything that I do does not require certs. Certs or even, even a, a degree technically like they, they just want you to have the experience and the yeah like I and the training yeah I no I run across I run across a lot of that with the contracts that I write is you know they say oh well they just need to have an associates but they want them to have like all these certs or a certain amount of experience right so sometimes this stuff gets a little bit weird like well we want someone with 10 years of experience with an associate's degree but all these certs I'm like well you know, if you look at our, the way our charts are lined up, just from a generic standpoint, like if someone's at 10 years, they should have this level of education. And a lot of the IT stuff is like, no, 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 we don't give a shit about education. We just want them to have certs and experience with this cert yeah. for this much time. It's like, that's worth way much more than a degree to us. And I'm like, okay, cool. As yeah. long as you can justify it, like I can make it, I can write it up. Yeah, see, and I, that's the thing, like, I'm not even in IT, like, I'm in marketing. That's where, like, my position's in the marketing department. But, you, but you're but you doing UX, UI, right? 
essentially? I mean, no, I'm right now. I or you were. I was. I was doing more like HTML programming and middlemanning stuff between developers and UX. We never really did the UI part, the UI development. I have. Were, were you like the guy in Office Space who took the yes. orders to the programmers? Yep, that's a, that's exactly what it was. <laughs> they don't know. They people. they can't talk to each other. They don't, I'm a I people burst. I have people skills. <laughs> um, yeah, no, that's literally what I was doing before. Is I was doing some of that. Plus, I was doing HTML, and then I was also doing page setup within our content management system and now we don't do any of that now it's a lot of business calls meetings 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 copy and paste some stuff here and there and update you know update content on the websites um so content management so it's content management which when i went to when i was in school that didn't exist yeah like content management wasn't a thing like everything every every web page was basically coded by hand and or in a wuzzy wig but they were they were coded individually each page was coded individually there wasn't a template oh, thing templates okay that was set up that you know every page now looks like this and then you just fill out these things and now you have a web page um but it would like I just have, but I, I have the I have just having associates because I went to I went to DeVry for two years out of three years of college, and I hated it. This wasn't your jam. No, but my parents told me that I couldn't quit because they were paying. They for were it. paying for it. So I didn't quit. Yeah. I got kicked out. Oh Jesus. Because I just stopped doing the work, and once you, if you got a certain, if your GPA dropped, yeah, DeVry was pretty. They, they had like some pretty tight guardrails. Yeah. Because I considered going into taking one of their college classes or getting a bachelor's degree in uh, like information systems management, or um, because like a degree in radiology is like absolutely worthless. Yeah. Because I'm. It, Mine's one of those fields where they care about your certifications. They don't care about your education. Unless you want to go into management, which I had no desire to. And I was trying to, like, I was trying to kind of future-proof myself. Mm -hmm. And one of the avenues that, I mean, it's that ship's well-selled in radiology, but the digital management of uh, imagery. Yeah. So I saw that as something, like, I could do from home. And it just it just never panned out because I couldn't find any courses specific to that that were close enough to me that it made sense. Right, and that's that's what it was a content management. Like I wanted to get into as I was so as I was at DeVry, it took me about two trimesters because they did trimesters. Uh -huh. It took me about two trimesters to get kicked out of school, which really just pissed off my parents. And I told them, well, had you had just let me quit, <laughs> you wouldn't have paid for two extra trimesters. And ultimately, they said, well, because you quit, you now have to pay for this shit. Oh. So I had to pay surprise, off. Surprise, surprise, surprise. Yes, it was very much a gummer pile. Uh, so I ended up, like, just taking some time to figure out what I wanted to do. 
and ended up just going to community college. Just went to Columbus State and did a major in multimedia. Uh, multimedia technologies is what they called it, okay. which is why my associates is a science and not art. So um, very broad based. But it's very broad. It's like it was graphic design, motion graphics, video, uh, audio work. But oh, so you like basically podcasts. like what we would call fucking like content. Your content creator, essentially. Yeah. It was before so, there was such a thing. Before such a thing, so and it was lo- lo- logo design, website de- design, and coding. Um, there was one photography class, which is when I went ahead and did a minor in photography at that point. So I took more than more than the one class. I took every photography class that the school offered. So I did uh, film one, two, and three in photography and then I did they they were just starting digital photography classes so I had done what was this? uh oh th- oh three okay yeah oh three oh four yeah I remember I graduated in spending about four or five hundred dollars on like a four meg digital camera yeah so I could send pictures of my of Nico to my parents. Yeah, I had a I had a Nikon Coolpix, like fifty one hundred I think or thirty one hundred, but it was like a ten megapixel. No, it wasn't that. Maybe it was five megapixel camera. Yeah. I think or seven seven five or seven or something. Um, but that's what I used, and the. But I took, I took, so I took all of those, like the, the three classes they offered in film, which was basically beginning photography that they did in film. They did, and then I, but the, and I took the, the one class that was part of my curriculum was a digital photography class. Just, it was like digital photography one. So then I took like two and three, which they, they basically, they just continued the, like, the process in digital two and three they continued the process from film one two and three because film they taught you about apertures and shutter speeds oh you mean film as in like film photography film oh, that you meant film like cinematic film. no like film photography like they, they taught you they you went through all of the stuff where you and I had to I like I had to have a light meter with me yeah. because you know you can't meter off of you can't now, but then you could meter off of the camera. Um, so then, like, we had light meters, and we did all that shit. That we developed our own film and yep. learned how to dodge and burn yeah. and do everything, wash, uh, wash the film, so that we could actually develop with it. Yeah, I did all that shit off. in high school. That's what. Uh... I mean, I had a super small high school. We had like 50 in our graduating class. And, you, went, you had less people than I had. Um, I'd say probably about 60% of the images in that year's yearbook I actually like shot and developed. You should ask for credits now. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. They, uh, they tag <laughs> me. They at you on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. And then 
Yeah, digi- so digital digital photography two and three, that's when digital SLR cameras were coming out. So they started into, they, they continued ISO, well, continued into ISO and shutter speeds and apertures, but then it was, from there it was digital development. So we used Photoshop because Lightroom didn't exist. Yeah. Like Photoshop 4. Um, and Lightroom didn't exist at that time. So it was we had to learn how to color correct and do everything through. It's pretty cumbersome in Photoshop, isn't it? It's not as cumbersome as you would think to color correct. Like color correcting in, photo, in Photoshop is, is easy as just using an eyedropper tool. Uh-huh. And there's a, a function. I can't remember the function without seeing it. You can. Uh, it may actually be called correction. Um, but you select this eyedropper tool. You select the black dropper. Yeah. And you find the blackest Thing. part of the and then it of the kind photo. Of, and then it zeroes out everything from there. Zeroes it out there. Then you select the gray and you go to the your eighteen percent gray and, you, and then you do a white and it balances out the photo that way. Hmm. Um, there's a way to cheat where you just use a gray bar. So you have from black to white in increments. Mm-hmm. And then you just select black, you're 18% gray, and you're, you're white. And it'll, you can, you can throw it on a layer or something, and it, it'll work. Or you can throw it you know, into the image and just hit each one of those and, and balance it out that way. Because that's what I used to do, just to make shit even easier. Um, Essentially using a gray card. Yeah, you just use a gray card. And uh, that's when I, well, that was my minor. And then I became somewhat friends with the instructor. So he, we, him and I would like go back and forth on things and how to do different things. And he ended up, he had printed off a bunch was of... Was this the guy that published your image? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, he is, he is the reason that I, I, am, I am a published photographer in a book uh-huh. because of him. He, uh, we ended up, well, he, he printed one of my photos that I took. It was the center cap of a rim yeah. that he thought was black and white. The image was not black and white. It was absolutely in color. And he was like, because it was uh, black and white, it was a black and white digital class that I took. And uh, I said, no, I said, that's not a black and white photo. And he's like, oh, no, it most certainly is. He goes, I haven't looked at it. It is black and white. I'm like, you see that right there? I said. That's neither black I said, that is yellow. I said, because I was wearing a yellow shirt when I took this photo. And that's the reflection (laughs) of my yellow shirt. And he's like, he looks at it. He's like, son of a bitch. (laughs) I'm like, well, he's like, I'm leaving it up. He goes, "It's it's in place. Um, but he, he had us do in film, he wanted us to go out and do some photography in film. And so I had, I had done, uh, was it film? I think it was film. Um, I had like the head of a praying mantis that I had taken like a, a, a super macro of this praying mantis and it got chosen as one of the 1500 to be published in the book for the uh, I think it was Nikon like the Nikon 
whatever image challenge that they did. Mm -hmm. So, and then you print it out and you send it off to them and they send it. They essentially, if you make it, they send it back to, well, they send all the photos back to everybody. But they scan it in and put it on a and put it on a page and mm -hmm. they say, hey, this that's you. You made it. You're one of the 1,500. You're not the top three, but you're one of the 1,500, so. You still get no money for all get, the money we're going to collect from selling these. Yep. We get nothing. You get nothing, and we're going to still. We'll tag you. We're going to, yeah. We're going to charge you $30 for the book. By Good the way, to too. see nothing has changed. So. But. And then I like that major of multimedia technologies is basically content creator, which it's all the shit that I hate doing for the most part. Yeah, I. If I ever had time in my life, I would really like to take like a proper sit down, you know, two days a week, whatever, I guess, digital art class, because I went from film to digital like just a little point shoot digital yeah. to now all of a sudden doing the shit I'm doing now and I'm self-taught when it comes to I mean not self-taught like you know, YouTube University yeah so you know learning how to color correct and all that shit but there's certain times when I want to do something or like layers for instance like that shit didn't exist like when I was doing film or just bullshit photography so like I don't understand how to take advantage of layers or things like um, just some of the verbiage I don't understand so when I'm trying to manipulate an image in a certain way like I don't know the word I'm looking for to fix it to make it yeah 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 see I wish I do wish that Lightroom had more than just masking for layers I wish there was a, fun a layers function like in Photoshop. Like in Photoshop. Like, I'm not looking to add additional shit into Lightroom. But if I could... If I could have just a basic layer that overlaid everything, and then I could burn that layer... And I know you can do it with masks. With masking. Like dodge and burn But dodge shit? and burn type shit. Oh, you can do that in... Um, you can do it in Lightroom. Affinity. I think, I think you can, but I think you have to do it on a masked layer. Oh, no, if you use Affinity Photo, you can just... There's a dodge and burn tool. Oh, yeah, I don't... But I, I quit using Affinity. Like, you can you can do some and, sort of dodge and, and no, burn. No, I'm sorry, not Affinity. Luminar. Oh, I don't have Luminar. I just wish that, that Lightroom had the ability, like, just to do... Like, masking's great, and layered masking's fine, but it, it you can only do so much with it for some of the stuff. Like, I, I watch... On, on YouTube University, I watch a lot of guys that when they're working on, they're they're working on this like this is their magnum opus, like they're taking it into Photoshop and they're fucking pixel peeping everything, like yeah. going through and like making sure that this does this and trying not to take away from the photo. When some of the shit that they're doing could easily just be done with a layer, with a layer in in Lightroom, and it'd be fine. So it's just, it's, it's, it's like, I like Lightroom. It has its limitations. I don't want to have to take shit into Photoshop, though. But I want to be able to. Well, I also But wish, they make it so easy to do now. They do. I just, the other thing I wish is there was, like, I'm, a, I'm, I'm big on presets because, I mean, the, the volume of photos that 
we go through. That we go through. I can't just say and do the same, you know, and spend hours on each photo. Uh-huh. I wish there was more of a, like, a way that I can just click a button. Not necessarily a preset, but I could say auto adjust and it goes, is this what you want? And I can go, yeah, but I want to darken this or lighten this or whiten this or blacken this part. Well, or the add, um, add Lightroom, whatever. not the classic, but in the regular Lightroom, yeah. there kind of is something like that where you just hit adjust and it'll give you like a bunch of different options. And you can either like apply that option or you can click on that op there's a little thing where you can click on it and it'll give you similar options to what you whichever one you pick. I have to look at it. And you that. can just keep drilling it down. Yeah, because I just I just want to be able to like I have this I have the presets that I use, but even then I still need to like up the exposure on some of them or take the exposure down here or there in some cases. Mm-hmm. So, which is what I, I mean, that's that's how I've gotten my workflow to is, it's that's it. Like, all I have to do is adjust an exposure. Yeah. Great. And, and maybe when I was talking about the wedding stuff, like maybe that's why it takes people six weeks because they're going in and like drilling down every image. But like the wedding I did, it was for a family friend. So I, to me, going there and taking all those pictures and then editing them yeah. is, I think, in, for them as a gift for their wedding, you know, I think a pretty damn good gift. Yeah. And yeah, I, I made them a little video. Yeah, I, I agree. That is pretty... I mean, photography is not... It's not cheap, and it's very time-consuming. Yeah. Like, that's the thing that people don't seem to get. Well, But I also think that what people don't realize is that the images that you produce are a result of your experience. Yes. Like the camera's not doing anything that I'm not telling it to do, even when it's something fucked up. Yeah, because the, I told I gave it the wrong information. The camera's only as good as the person behind it. Absolutely. Like that's like I've seen I mean I've done it myself. We had to that was one of our assignments was we had to use point and shoots. Like the old Kodak today. <laughs> you know wind we had to use point and shoots as an assignment so you have no control over anything other than lighting lighting in your feet that's it yeah and we had to do like a whole camera it could be whatever we wanted but it had to be like it had to be good it had to be you know you couldn't just walk into a dark room and take a photo you had to you had to set up we had to set up lighting and make sure oh you Oh, so you couldn't use a flash? You can't. You can't hook a flash. Well, there's the built-in flash yeah. that's on those, and you could use that, but but that was it. Those tend to overexpose. Yeah, in the center of the photo. Yeah, it's a it's a fly swatter. It's, yeah, yeah. Like we, but he said, you know, the the assignment. There was no restrictions on the assignment other than we had to use the point and shoot camera. And so now you're dealing with something that you have you have no adjustments, you have no control over other than anything but light. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, everybody, for the most part, everybody passed the assignment. There were some people that didn't understand lighting mm-hmm. and making, you know, getting it to work. One guy, I th- 
think he he just went through and like did all kinds of crazy light adjustments. Like some of his shit was like way overexposed. Like some not coherent co- adjustments. Yeah, like some of it was completely underexposed. But he was just like messing with light to try to get it to to work. And I just ended up using a desk lamp and reflecting it off the wall. No, just bleeding light. Yep. Yeah. I just just took it off the wall, you know, filled the room in the in this one area with light, and I basically just used toys to create a scene. Mm-hmm. And that was it. That was all I did. It, 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 that, well, it, it was as simple as that. It sounds like the assignment would be easier to just work backwards, get good lighting, and yeah. then create. Then create your... That's, that's, yeah. that's what I did. It was... But people were like... They're trying to take lights outside to get, like, shit of flowers. And that wasn't the assignment. The assignment was take this camera and make a good photo with light. It doesn't... They, they didn't... He didn't say he wanted, like, you know, a cornucopia on the, you know, Thanksgiving Day table. Yeah. He just... He just wanted balanced imagery. Yeah. That's it. I mean, it didn't have to... And that's all I did. I used Battle Beasts. <laughs> I used Battle Beasts, and I just set it up so that the light was... It just filled the area perfectly, and problem solved. Um, but I've even taken, like, older point-and-shoot cameras, like digital point-and-shoot cameras, and, you know, it's not the... It's not always... It's not always the camera. It does help. I mean, it it does help. Like you know, these, these new mirrorless cameras compensate for a lot of darkness. Even you know, you shoot one sixteen, one sixteen, one sixteen hundred in a you know in a CrossFit gym, and you're still able to make everybody out. You know, it's slightly underexposed, but you can fix all. You that can work shit. with it. Yeah. yeah, you can work with it. You can make it everything look good. But that's the type of, you know, that's what, what we're dealing with today. Whereas, you know, 15 years ago, my old Canon 40D can't do that. But even when people say, oh, you know, like I don't say, oh, you have it easy nowadays because, like I said, you still have to have good composition. Yep. You still have you to still, understand you, light. You still need good lighting because... You can take a dog shit image, and you can, there's only so much you can do in Lightroom. Yeah. Yeah, and I've had I've had people. They're like, someone said that to me actually at the last competition I was at. Or no, two at Power Hour. Someone was like, "Oh, you got it super easy now." That that camera just kind of. I'm like, "No, I have it easier. It's not super easy though. Like, I still got to figure yeah. this shit out." Yeah, I wouldn't say it makes it harder. It definitely, there's a lot of uh, time that is being saved because like you said you don't have to damn develop them or send them away to get developed no and I don't have to I don't have to carry you know I don't have to have a light meter to to you know figure out what my lighting is going to look like that and like I can't even imagine how many rolls of film like a 128 gig card is you know well because the largest rolls of film I had were like the biggest ones I could make, because we had, like, just raw raw spools at school. Yeah. But we only had 200 and 400-speed film. 
So, like, I think the most I could get was, like, 36 in a, like, I, that I could cut. Yeah, 36 to 48. No, it was, like, 24 to 36. Or 20, yeah, sorry, 24 um, to 36. So, and you figure out of 36 images, probably, Five. if you're doing a football game, maybe 10%. Yeah, you may, you may get a good five images. Yeah, yeah. Out of a roll of 36, like, you maybe get five images that were, like, keepers. Yeah. No, it's, and, I mean, that's, it's, that's the, the, well, yeah, it's easier now, because I don't have to deal with this film shit anymore. It doesn't take me a week. It, yeah, and I don't have to go through the whole, this, but the, the development process is still a pain in the ass, as far as, you just, it, it didn't get easier to develop from film to develop digitally, yeah. it just changed. Yeah, there's I'm no not, chemicals. There's no chemicals now, but now I'm sitting in front of a computer. In front of Lightroom. For hours. Yeah. Sifting through photos and then going, oh shit, I really like this one. Let's do, you know, some additional touch-ups on this. Um, we're trying to figure out, you know, maybe I'll, maybe I'll filter the shit out of this and, you know, make it or, or even better yet, well, let me just make another copy of that image right here. Yeah. That's the other thing I wish Lightroom... Lightroom oh, doesn't have that option. Hold on. I can... Uh, what? They don't have a copy, a uh, duplicate image. Yeah, they do. It's a... Uh, Not in classic. They don't. Yeah. Um, it's called... It, the, the verbiage of it is weird. Let's see. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do that, Adobe. Yeah. It's it, called can, duplicate in, in Photoshop. Fucking call it duplicate. No. Don't I'd call it twinsy. <laughs> twinsy I'd have image. to look at the name, but it's because it took me the longest time to figure out how to do it. I, I, was, I want to say, and it might be called duplicate or co copy. It, it does, when you see it, you're like, you motherfuckers. It, like it's annoying that like the the language that they chose. If but there is a feature in there. If it's copy and paste, I'm gonna be pissed. No, it's not copy and paste. Um, but no, and I haven't googled it because it, it's not something that I'm like, oh god, I need this every time. It's been like two times so far where I wanted to. There was one image that I liked it one way, and then I was gonna like it, and I did one thing to it, and I'm like, oh, well, if I crop this here and do this, it's gonna look like this. This will be perfect. Well, then I need another version of this. So then I usually go out and duplicate it in the folder uh, and then pull it back in, like import it in so that I can work on both of them. Um, I think it's under the image tab or something and it's towards the bottom. But yeah, there is a feature for that. All right, I'll have to look at that. Look at look at it. But yeah, the photography then versus now, it's, it's the same but different. I mean, the concepts the same. The development process is different. I, I feel I'm glad I learned the way I did because I think using film has made me a better digital photographer. I would agree with that. The problem that I have is is when they when they went, okay, so you're you're going over you know we're switching you're switching to digital now that you got digital you've got an SD card you don't have to worry about how much film you're gonna waste and I'm like fuck yeah <laughs> yeah careful what you wish for right six thousand photos later 
which is, that's the other crazy thing. So I, this past weekend, I took almost 6,000 photos. But for this weekend. two days. Well, hold on, hold on. Yeah. Not for that. For just this weekend, I took 6,000 photos. And I see guys selling cameras on Facebook with less than 10,000 shutter, shutter count. Shutter count. <laughs> and I'm like, that's impossible. This is not fucking well, possible. Well, sometimes I know people, especially I know on the Sony side, with like the S-series cameras, like they, they they might be selling like a, a Sony um, A7S III, which is their cinema, well not cinema, but like their prosumer uh, cinema camera. Yeah. And some people buy them and never take a still. Because you'll see used ones, because those cameras are probably about five years. But doesn't the shutter still have to open up for that? Like my shutter curtain is closed. And if I go to take a video, it, the shutter but, curtain has to open to allow light to the. the but it's not like camera, yeah. But it's not like it's not an open close, but it has to open. To, yeah. I would to expose the sensor. To expose the sensor, I'd still think that would be considered. No, no, I'm saying, but they'll have like low these super uh, low, super low, okay, like shutter counts, and they'll say you know purely used as a cinema camera. Okay. Yeah, I don't, I'm not seeing that with some of this. Like, I'm, they're not saying that it's used for this. That it's just like and then you under have ten thousand. Like, I'm like yeah. the, the, the ten thousand. You're just getting it. We're just starting to get it warm, warmed up. Yeah, and then you have people like me who do both, like idiots. Well, it's not. I mean, I I I'm in this same boat. That, I, w- I wish I could stick with one, but I just I enjoy doing both. There's nothing wrong with that either. Yeah, yeah, there is. Nah. It's just a lot more work. <laughs> a lot more money. Well, there's that too, yeah. I'll, for now, I'll stick with my one my one body, and I'll, I'll carry two bodies with me wherever I go. That way people are like, oh, shit, this guy's got two cameras. He must be really good. Yes, because the more cameras you carry, the, the more gooder you are. Yeah, the... Uh the caterers at that wedding I did called me the tactical photographer because I had that that, that cross, cross body, body yeah and I'm wearing all black and I'm wearing like uh, hiking pants and uh, and boots <laughs> like the the army the desert tan boots yeah because so they're your comfortable rocky, shit your yeah. rocky ridge ones yeah my, yeah my rocky ones yeah yeah the ones I wore at uh, Indy yeah yeah because they're comfortable as shit that's a cop in front of us that little that exploder Ford exploder the uh oh, what was I going to say shit I don't remember whatever fucking exploders Ford exploder threw me off we had they, that's what they gave us at the rental company when we got down to Texas it doesn't have a uh, it doesn't have a gear selector as like a Gear shift selector. Where, where, it had a you? dial. Oh. Oh, I wanted to kill myself. Somebody I know that I drove with recently has a car like that. It was a Lincoln, I think. Yeah, I. I was, oh no no no! The um, new Civics are like that. No. Don't don't give me that bullshit. 
that thing, I, every time I would, I was in reverse, I'd put the fucker into park every <laughs> single time because it was opposite of what you wanted. So like you would start, like, I always felt like I was like, I don't know. I felt like it was opposite. Like I could never, I could never figure it out, but I'm also an idiot. So there's that too. But just trying to figure out how the goddamn dial works. It was like the three seashells. And demolition man. He doesn't know how to use He doesn't know how to use, use the, the three, three seashells. They still don't know what that I mean no one's ever given an answer. But yeah, so that that exploder, whatever. That's the one thing. So speaking of shifters, that's Lexi's gonna have to learn how to drive a manual. That's the uh, that's a anti-theft device right there. That's a requirement. That's what I, I told her. I said, I said you need to learn. You're gonna need to learn how to drive a manual, and you'll probably end up having a manual car when I, whenever I get you a car. She's like, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. I said, don't be surprised if any of your boyfriends can't figure out how to drive your car. Yes. She's like, well, some of the guys, some of the boys at school have manuals. I'm like, some. I said, but and more than likely they're just those paddle shifters. No, they're like they're Subarus. They're well, there are a lot of them are kids that have WRXs. Oh, okay. So they're full, full, full blown manuals, and some of them have manual trucks. But they're like three in the tree. No, they're four on the floor, four speeds. But she's like, okay, that's fine, whatever. I'll just, I guess I'll just learn. I'm like, if you want a car, yeah. Because that's what I'm buying, yeah. Yeah, rule number one, do not downshift from 70 into second. Yeah, rule number, just don't, just don't bother downshifting if you're doing the speed limit. There's no place you need to be that fast. And do the speed, just do the speed limit. Unless I sent you on a bourbon run. Yeah. Because in that case, it's... Well, she can't even buy bourbon. I'm drunk and you have to drive me to the store. Yeah. Uh, first time uh, Nico came over after he turned 16, me and Mel were like, ah, fuck it, we're going to go to the bar and have a beer. And we got a designated driver. <laughs> he fucking drove us to the bar. Then we called him to pick us up. Some bitch was asleep. Oh, like, you assholes. No. We, had to, we had to call an Uber. I was like, this is bullshit. We woke him. I was like, this is bullshit, Nico. I would have been like, get your ass over here and get me. <laughs> Uber. Personal Uber. Yeah. Us, We've been of, waiting our whole lives for this. That's one of the things I tell Lexi. She'll say something. And I'm like, the only reason I even had kids is to go fetch me a beer and do the dishes. Yeah. Be, be happy um, we have remote controls now. Yeah. Because I was the remote control. <laughs> She still can't comprehend that. I don't even yeah. comprehend how the damn TV worked back then either. So, did you have one of those push button no, channel we, things? We had the well, we did, we had that as a cable box. Yeah, the one it was, like it was still connected. Kerchunk, kerchunk. Yeah, and it had like the dial on the side for the three different level or yeah, yeah, the three like pages, I guess. Yeah, but the we had the UHF versus VHF dials. Yeah, on the front of the TV. Yeah, with the rabbit ears. Yeah, which I was also the rabbit ear holder 
Um, and I was the uh, channel changer. Yes. Except this channel, it was like, yeah. And then you had the the, that's the why, tune that's in the, Tokyo dial. Yeah, that's why all of our um, all of us folks that are over forty have such strong wrists from turning turning that, that damn thing. <laughs> The thing was, I had to use two hands. I was like three years old. My dad's like, hey, boy, change the channel. I'm like, eh. Yeah. But the, uh, then we had the, uh, the cable box was a dial. So it was like a trapezoid-shaped box that had a dial yeah. right in the middle of it. And you just go, bop, 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 and you just. And it was corded, right? No. The, well, yeah. The box I mean, was quartered to the television. It's quartered to the television. Yeah. yeah. You just, but you couldn't walk. You couldn't walk away with the box unless you put a. You'd have to put like a super long piece of coaxial cable on it. And plug oh it no! In. The, I remember. Well, I don't know if it was just a special mod that uh, my friends had, but I just remember it was like the size of like a mini keyboard, but it was about that thick, and it had a cord on it, and you just you could put it on. You could pull it back. Oh, no, we didn't have that. No. no, we didn't have that. Ours ours was, it was stationary. And you just, like, ticked off all the, and I think ours was 1 through 20. It wasn't that many, I mean, there wasn't that many channels back then. And then they had the ones where, just like a little rectangle box top mm-hmm. with the big chunky square remote. Yep. And it, a little digital readout of what the the channel number you were on. Yeah. It was like red. Yeah. Yeah. Was, like every well, everything was red. <laughs> every all the LED readouts were red for everything, and then from there it went and they got into like different types of re- cable boxes. Boxes. Like, yeah. That's when the cable boxes started changing. I remember the um, before that first box. Uh, I remember the first pay-per-view my dad got. It was back with, like, it was a boxing match. It was Sugar Ray Leonard against someone. And I remember the the way they filtered that. It was like this little, you you went and paid 20 bucks or whatever, and you got this, like, metal tube. Yeah. And you just connected it through the coax, mm-hmm. and it somehow filtered. It was a filter. It was a physical filter. Yeah. That's we had the we I had those even after I lived up here in Columbus, like after it was probably shit. How long ago was that? Because we paid for basic cable, and the guy comes in, and I see him put a bunch of those little silver tubes on the coaxial line, and then shoves them back up into the wall. So I pulled them all out of the wall and took them all off. Yeah, we had all the channels after that. Like, we didn't have pay-per-view, but we had all the channels. We had HBO, Cinemax. We had every fucking channel. Yeah, the um, when I was living here before and I lived on base, I had cable internet. And someone told me, he was like, yeah, if you take that same line that's going into your internet and then buy a splitter, you'll have all the channels because there's no, it's unfiltered. Yeah. And I was like, what? So yeah. I tried it and I was like, oh, shit. Because that was, that was the next thing it is. I just was like, screw it. I want to cancel cable. So I canceled cable. And my bill reduced, but I kept all the channels. Oh, I had all the channels, yeah. And then they went to, and then that's when they finally went to a digital version where they could control the channels from the back end. Yeah. But then I also had, uh, 
So when satellite dishes were around, I had my parents had a satellite dish, and then they Which canceled one? it. Direct TV. Okay. And then they canceled it. Well, the satellite dishes had cards in them. Yeah. So you either had a red card or a blue card. Red cards were garbage. And the card, but the card, which I didn't know, it was married to the box. Uh, yes. After a certain point, they were married to the box. I had a, I had a blue card, which was programmable. Yeah. And my buddy had the programmer. Yeah. So I would, I took the card to him and he would, he'd set the card up so that at every channel, he's like, do you want every channel? I'm like every channel, just give them all to me. And he's like, all right. He goes, well, because the only thing you don't want to do, you know, it had to, it, it was like a 48 hour period. I think is what it took for the, the card to get caught. Yeah. To get caught. And then they erase the card and then you just have to, I'd have flash to have it, it redone again. it. Yeah. Reflashed again. Um, but I would go to parties and take it with you and take, I carried it in my wallet with me, <laughs> just like any credit card. So I would go to parties cause everybody had direct TV and I'd yeah. pull out one card and they're like, oh, what happened to the fucking music? Because everybody also oh, used the, the music channels. Yes. Well, uh, I don't remember what that channel was called. No, they started in like the thousands. It was like... But there was a thousands. name for them. Right? Oh, was there? Yeah. I don't know. I just know they started in the thousands. Yeah, the company had a... It was every like type of music. Yeah. I popped my card in and then immediately put it on fucking porn. <laughs> and then all the guys are like crowded around the TV watching some girl get fucking banged out in an orgy and then bukkakeed and all the all the the girlfriends are like this is gross this is a, but you'd have that one girl like how's she taking so much dick <laughs> like have logistical questions yeah like how does two dicks fit in there so it was just it was always a good time and then I I'm like alright well, I'm leaving and I just pop the card out put the like, card oh. back in they're like man that's bullshit it's not bullshit. It's my card. Yeah, a guy I used to work with. He had worked for previous or for DirecTV before he came in the military, and then he just managed. I mean, I understand why now because he was kind of an unscrupulous dude. But uh, he had all his equipment. He was like, "Hey, you know, just give me your card. I'll flash it for you, and you can get all the channels." I'm like, "No, nah, I'm good, dude." And then, so after a while, like I was playing fantasy football a lot back then. I was like, hey, dude, do you think you could, you know, flash that card for me? He's like, yeah, sure, man. So I took it home. It was the I remember it was the first weekend of whatever year football season it was. I came back Monday. I said, take this shit off. Because <laughs> I watched 17 football games. Or, no, I watched four, yeah, no, it was the yeah opening weekend. So I watched 15 games that weekend. And I was like, take this shit you got, off. You got dick done. Yeah. You got nothing done. And that's when they first started doing the um, the Red Zone channel. Yeah. So you'd watch, I don't know if you've ever seen it, but it has all this all the games playing like in a three by four grid or some shit like that. And whenever someone got in the red zone, this the box would turn red. So you knew to go to that game and sit and, yeah. and, and, sit and watch and see the score. And I was like, take this shit off. Oh, I was like, get me, get, can we get these, can we get this shit in Spanish too? Yeah. Up Spanish. I was like, I got absolutely nothing done on Sunday. Give it all to, well, I didn't have direct TV, I just had the part. 
Oh, really? I just, took, I just once my parents got rid of direct TV, I'm like, give me the card. I can use the card. So I'll just take the card. It's like, you know, I know this person has direct TV and that person has direct TV, so we'll just... Yeah, so I remember it was, um, it was, um, like at first it was like all the cards and then they changed the boxes and they changed the cards. And the cards had to do with, um, I guess the copyright laws in Canada were different at the time. Yeah. And so all these people were just using these card readers and getting free DirecTV. So DirecTV was like, all right, fuck you guys. And they lowered the orbit of all the satellites. <laughs> and then, and then, uh, and then that's when they got more, and that's when they start getting more strict with the cards. Like with the encryption and stuff I mean, like that. That shit was, that, it was getting a, a bit out of control. Yeah. Like I know my buddy had bought, had bought like one system. And then he ended up buying another, like this different system that did more. And then he bought another system that supposedly masked the card so that it looked like it was one card. But it was actually another card altogether. Yeah, he, uh, he had some way or some resource where you would get all these card numbers and you would just keep basically keep putting card numbers on the card until one worked and then you would use it until it got flagged and then you would just a continual kind of like credit card skimming yeah. I guess not that I've ever fucking stolen credit cards but I'd uh, imagine it's very similar I did some of that in my youth I had, a card, I had a credit card generator. Oh, no shit? Yeah. How the fuck did you come across that? It was... Was early, it when you were... Uh, early 90s hacking. Computer hacking. On CompuServe or some shit? No. I, Angel Fire? I was... It was just... I, I, I got into early... Some uh, Silk Road shit? No, even before that. It was, it was like early early days, like computer hacking in like the 90s. Like, like freaking? That too, yeah. I mean, I did. I had a, I had a credit card generator, and this is back when, like, Visa didn't. Their system didn't know what cards were in the system. Oh shit! That's if dangerous. It just started with those four. Well, yeah, the four numbers. Four numbers. Yeah. And it had a name and an address assigned to it. It would accept it. But there's a rant, there's a, a certain pattern. The, the other, oh yeah, all the numbers add up to a certain sum. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The other numbers all have to like there's a, a, a pattern that it has to be. But the first four numbers always had to be four four three two for, for yeah. Visa, and then the other uh, whatever twelve numbers. They added up to something. Yeah, I don't, I, yeah. I remember reading about that. I don't know if they still use that formula, but I don't know either. But the the credit card generator would generate a credit card, a name, and an address. Oh, so it was all fake. It wasn't like nope. stealing. It wasn't from, stealing. I mean, not that it's legal either way, but but it wasn't like taking someone's real credit card. No. Okay. And I could use that to create an AOL account that would last about a week. Took about a week for them to, to catch on to catch the the credit card didn't wasn't real. It was AOL that was canceling it. Uh -huh. Not not Visa because they weren't getting a payment from it. So they and then they would reach out to Visa and they'd be like, yeah, it's not a real card. They're like, ah, motherfuckers. So would do a lot of that and just fuck around, like just in general fuckery. Mm -hmm. But also did a lot. Of, I think I told the story. I did a lot of like phone freaking shit 
Um, so I carried I a harmonica. Had, carried a harmonica with you? No, I had a, I had a, carried a micro cassette recorder. With, oh, with the tones on it. With quarter tones on it. Yeah. Uh, Ten dollars in quarter tones. So that I could. Oh yeah! Didn't you say uh, the cops came after you? Yeah, the you? cops came, like the for the at that one payphone. Yeah. Because and if the operator hadn't said anything, then I probably I would have got caught. But the operator said something. So. What the operator say? She got on. So I made a call to a friend of mine in Portland. Because that's what I would just walk down to. I'd walk to pay this payphone and I'd make a, I'd make collect calls to friends up in Youngstown and Portland. Um, back when, uh, back when payphones were prevalent. Well, not only that, but you couldn't call another area code without being long distance. Yeah, without it being long distance. Yeah. So I would call up to Portland, and uh, the one time I made a call, because I always made calls from the same phone, which. I didn't really have a choice because there were only like three payphones in Toronto. Mm-hmm. So I just used this one phone and I'd call and talk to her for about five or ten minutes every time I called. Well, the one call, the operator intercepted and intercepted the call. Like I was on the call and it asked for more money, so yeah. I yeah hit my did my tone generator and I had it set up so that it was like you were actually. You know, putting it in like quarter. Oh, that you had the the, the intervals. Yeah, so that it was like you had to get them out of your out of your pocket. Yeah. In. So I, I put a good like two seconds, three seconds, and it was, I ran. I kind of randomized it a little bit. Like one time, like there'd be a five second wait between one of them. And, um, I did that, and I was like, "Hey, Rob." She goes, she's like, hey, what's going on? And the operator comes up. She goes, I know that you didn't put money in this machine, in this to pay phone. And I was, I was just kind of like, who is this? She yeah. Says, it's the operator. And I know you didn't put money in this pay phone. And we're, and I just told Rob, like, hang up. I was like, I just was like, hang up. And she goes, and the cops are on their way. And I hung up at the same time. And so I took off. I ran up, I ran up the block. I ran probably like two two blocks up from the, where the payphone was towards my grandmother's house, and then went down a block, and then came back around. Mm-hmm. Like I was walking down the street the opposite direction that the cops would have come. Mm-hmm. And I got there, and the chief of police was there at the time, and he was he was just like, I was walking by, like, hey, what's going on? He's like, ah, you know, some some kids messing around here with this fucking phone again. And I'm like, really? So what are they? I said, how are they messing around? You know, playing stupid. Yeah. Messing around with the phone. Were they he's like, tagging it or something? Yeah. He's like, I don't, he goes, I don't know. He goes, I don't understand. He goes, we got a call that someone's down here messing with the phone. So he goes, but there's no one here. Also, oh, if, if she hadn't have said something, you. Yeah. Yeah. You know. She hadn't said something, then Larry would have showed up. I would have been. What are you doing? What are you doing? I'm like, oh, I made a phone call. Yeah. Uh, but now he said so. He was just like, I said, all right, well. He's like, you need to lift home. I'm like, nah, I'm good. Just finished walking home. But I also, I also occasionally would carry. Remember, like phones back in the '90s, like landline phones. It was a receiver, 
and then the receiver had the, the, the number pad on it. Yeah. And you had a hang-up button on it. Yeah. So, like, the clear neon phones, like, when they ran, yeah. they, they blinked neon. Yeah, I had I, one of those. I had one of those. So I also had, I had taken the corded, the, the, the coiled cord, and I cut the one end off of them. And I attached alligator clips to the red and green um, wires yeah. in the alley on, on the, the end of the cord. Because there's, there's black, yellow, red, and green. Mm-hmm. So the red and green, I attached those to it. And if you were to go to the outside of any house, there's a phone box on the outside of the house. Yeah. But I also carried a Phillips head screwdriver with me. Didn't look sus at all. Well, most of them weren't directly on the front of the house. They were on the side of the house or on the back of the house somewhere. So you'd go make calls at random people's houses? Yeah, or listen <clears> to <throat> conversations. Oh, Jesus. Just through a thing and then you just clip them on, the yeah. clips on and you can listen in to other people's calls. You can make phone calls from their house. Um, you do all kinds of shit. It was fun. I mean, it was, I would usually do it to the friends. I'd wait till they were on the phone and I would like say shit. Like, penis, penis, penis. No, like, I can see you sleeping. <laughs> Just some creepy shit. So, because no one knows where it's coming from. Yeah. It doesn't matter the call's coming from inside the house. Inside the house. Yeah, the, because uh, you could do, you know, if, if he was on his phone with his girlfriend and he, she had a little brother. He could pick up the phone and do the exact same shit that I was in the, doing. Yeah, oh, it was just, just the same line, just yeah. getting on there, you know. But so I just did it from outside the house. Just technically. Fuck with people. Yeah, technically I wasn't, wasn't in the house. So I just carried around shit like that. I tried to build, um, because there is electricity that does go through the phone lines. It's very minimal. Yeah. Best. Low voltage, yeah. But you could hook up, you could build a box, I think it was called a beige box, that you could put one AC outlet on and essentially get what would equate to free electric out of that. Yeah, you'd need a, um, what you call it, the yeah, transformer, yeah. or uh, not a transformer, a. Um, you need resistors and capacitors and, yes, and a transformer yeah. to. To get enough, yeah. Or electricity, but yeah, you can build a beige box and then you can like plug something low voltage in there, something that didn't have a, a big draw on it, just for funsies. Yeah. Um, it did did a lot of just shit like that, like that the whole tone generator thing that went on for months, and I would use it like in, if I was at the mall student going, I had to call my mom, I'd just one tone and make the call. Did you, did you find that shit in magazines? No, I found that all, all on the internet. Like, okay. I learned about um, Captain uh, Captain Crunch, who was the first uh, phone hacker. Five phone hacker, yeah. He used a Captain Crunch whistle. Yeah. Yeah. It just it generated the right tone. Yeah. Um, I learned about Kevin Mitnick. Who? Kevin Mitnick. That doesn't sound He right. was... Uh, a hacker that was held for several, I think it was several years, without bond, without bail, and without a trial. Like, he was a notorious, like, black hat hacker. Oh. But he didn't do, he wasn't, like, he did, yes, he did steal credit card information from people. But he never really, he never used it. Mm-hmm. But he was 
doing more pranky shit with internet Like hacking. ordering pizzas and shit. Yeah, he would like order pizzas through websites and then he so he got like access to a back door of a, of a bank and moved some money around and that's what got his ass. In some real trouble now. Yeah. But now he was but he, he wasn't allowed to use a computer for like years. Yeah. After, like he was just really computer smart guy. Well he now runs a uh, internet security company. Yeah, those are the kind of guys you want doing pen testing. Yeah, so that's what that's what they do. They do internet security. Well, our company, the company I work for, bought his webinar videos mm-hmm. for our the shit that we have to do for uh, compliance. Yearly compliance. Stuff. Yeah. And I fucking. I've always wanted to go to DEF CON Just because it sounds real fascinating Yeah I just I want to go to CES Because it's always the same week Herpes Fest in Vegas. Herpes Fest The Avian Awards Oh shit I didn't know they were the same week Yeah I think, they, I think they're the same week Or it's, it's either that it's, it's either CES and the Avian Awards Or CES and SEMO yeah, the, it's, it's the, it's the porn awards. I was going to say there's a sex toys conference. Yeah, I've been to CES in the early 90s, back before it was like massive. My yeah. friend's, that's, uh, friend's dad owned an electric company, and uh, so he would get passes and. So that'd be a good time. Yeah, I went and checked it time, out. Yeah. I want to go to SEMA. Jason, make that happen. Let's go to SEMA. <laughs> I don't. I think you have to get invites now. I don't think you can just go anymore. You never could go. Okay. It always. It had to be basically car industry. Yeah. Um, you, like you and I just couldn't just show up and walk in, and pay a twenty-five dollar entry fee. You have to. It, it's a. It, I, I don't know that it's invite only, but it's more. You can't buy tickets. You can't buy. It's not open to the public. Yeah. So, but yeah, I want to go to SEMA. I've always wanted to go to SEMA. Because that would be just. Which doesn't make sense to me that SEMA's not open to the public. When that's. It's. Yeah, who's it for? Companies that are building products. For cars, yeah. For cars for the public. Some of them are for, you know, well, we do this product so that we can sell it off to these companies so that they can put it in cars Mm -hmm. or whatever. It's a lot of body shops and other shit that are making like custom one-off car stuff to public consumption. But I mean, it seems pretty packed. I can only imagine what it would be. It turned into freaking Comic Con. Oh, yeah. I want to actually. I would like to go to Comic Con. I went to I went to like the San Diego Comic Con again back in the '90s, where we just walked up and bought tickets. But, but it, that's back when it was actually comic books and, and collect and like yeah. sports cards, and now it's so far beyond that. Well, so I have, I have a, uh, a guy that I used to work with at Abercrombie who has a company, and they they focus specifically on Bob's Burgers and Fox uh, Fox Entertainment. So he basically his company works for Fox. I think and, you may have told me this. Yeah, they, they he does Comic Con every year. That's where his big money maker is. Mm. Made a post the other day because he he has. Ask him if he needs help. I'm a big Bob's Burgers fan. I'll mention it. Um, 
he made a comment, or he, I, he, he has copywritten Totally Rad, or Stay Rad, that's what it was. So he, he owns the copyright for wow. Stay Rad. Um, it's pretty crazy. And so he's always fighting with other companies. Like he is, he had a big, big blowout with Target because they were using Stay Rad. He's like, don't people even fucking check anything anymore? No. Like for copyright, he's like, you can't just use Stay Rad. Like I own that. But he he had made a he did make a comment recently that uh, I don't know if San Diego if Comic Con's coming up or if it already happened. But he had said that basically that Comic-Con pays for his entire year. Jeez. Like what he makes. Yeah, the revenue he generates. Yeah, that's that's his entire year revenue basically for the company. Oh, that's like those people that do the, um, the they do the food trucks at the state fair and yeah. make enough revenue for their whole year. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of work. Yeah, that seems like it's... Huge dick pain. Huge pain in the ass. Yeah, depending on what you're you're serving. Yeah. Like the the food truck that was at the event this weekend. Yes, they had an issue yesterday with their generator, like, breaking a circuit and them not realizing it. Yeah. They are just painfully slow. Like even today when I went out to get the nachos. Yeah, I, I feel like it's a workflow issue, which you know most things yeah. can be you know attributed to that. But well, it's like I, so I watched her, like so I, I I placed the order and then I was standing there and she wasn't really doing anything. She didn't have to. She didn't have to cook jerk chicken she didn't have to cook the shrimp she didn't have to cook the pineapples cook the pineapples or the tortillas yeah she didn't have to make any like make sauces you just had to build you just built but it took her seven and a half minutes to open up the bag of chips put it in the container and then even then it still took her like every bit of four to five minutes to put everything on the chips I'm just like, what the hell's going on? You just you grab, scoop, 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 sprinkle, sprinkle, squirt, squirt. Well, but I feel like that food truck was really small, too. Yeah. I mean, it was, it's big enough for two people to be in there working at the same time. But for two disorganized people. That's the. Yeah. That's the. Key your 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 playtime is going to be ridiculous. So, but he wasn't even in the food truck when I went out there. That was the other thing. Like he was helping other trailer for the they had, I guess they do ice cream as well in a different trailer mm-hmm. but he was out there helping like trying to get this guy to back the trailer in the right position which was that's always fun somewhat comical to watch because I some, some people can't back it up they can't I, I don't think backing up a trailer is too terribly difficult if you don't know what the hell you're doing it is it is <laughs> but all you gotta do is put turn towards the danger Put your hand on the bottom of the wheel, whichever way you want the trailer to go, turn your hand that way. Oh, I've never heard that. you never heard that? I've, yeah. heard, I've always heard turn towards the danger. Yeah, so put your hand on the bottom if you want the trailer to go right, go right. If you want to go left, go 
left. But I, I, I do know, speaking from experience, it is much harder to back up a smaller trailer than oh, a yeah. larger one. Yeah, the bigger the trailer, the easier it is. Um, yeah, I've had I've had some issues with smaller trailers. But yeah, they were trying to back this ice cream trailer, ice cream truck up, and I was just kind of giggling, like, <laughs> so, because they, they, by the time I had, like, they were doing that when I showed up, and by the time I left, they still hadn't gotten the trailer into place, and I almost asked if they wanted me to just pop in and, just want me to knock this out of the way for you real quick? Like, yeah, I got nothing else to okay, do. I got, I'm not in there taking photos of anything, I'll just come out of here and, you know, fix your guys' problem, too. Yeah. They were, like I said, they were just, were just painfully slow. But I, I don't know, I understand how you don't realize that your generator's not working anymore. Like the, it, it seemed a little chaotic yesterday. So, I thought there were going to be more food trucks there. I... I thought there was going to be more food vendors. Yeah. There. That's something we need to add to our list of demands. The vendor village, it wasn't the way the way that you described it, and when you and Frank were talking, was not how. Yeah. I had envisioned it. it well, it, 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 but it wasn't how. Well, so part of it was so where like Barbell Voodoo and Calicure and all that stuff was. That's where the um, half, or warm-up area used to be. Okay. So I think where they missed an opportunity is to just kind of keep everything back the way it used to be. So maybe that needs to be a change for next year, though. For sure. Yeah, because that's not what I envisioned when they were like, well, everybody is funnel, funneled through. Well, it was, but I didn't think that that was going to change. Yeah, he did. He said he did way better today. He said everybody today was coming in buying, instead of like one or two things, people were coming in buying like a bunch of shit. I saw a lot of people out on the floor with this shit on. Yeah. So that's good. That's good. And I think, I think yesterday we put the four events and then literally being back to back, if there were more time between events, it would allow. Yeah. It would allow for some leisure time of looking at vendors. Yeah, because there's normally a lunch break, and there wasn't one. But I think that was largely, like I said, because Frank didn't cap the um, event. Yeah. Because it was, what, 160, somewhere around there? And there were probably about, I'd say, 20 no-shows. Yeah. I would say, I would still say cap that thing to six events, four on Saturday. Oh, absolutely. Two on Sunday. 45 minutes between each event. Because if Saturday goes long, who cares? Yeah. Like, that's fine. Cap the, you know. But throw in a, an hour for lunch on one of those 45-minute deals. And I mean, because I almost like what you were saying. Do four on Friday and two on Saturday. Yeah. But it, it makes it kind of challenging. If you're using the full six test format, 
because the endurance test one is always going to be long. Yeah. Well, that test two was uh, on the turf. Yeah, the endurance test. 15 minutes. Yeah, it's endurance, man. I know. Monostructural. I know. I just was like, I can only take so many pictures of the same people. Yeah. Like I said, endurance is usually the most boring. I think that's probably one of the events where I took the most photos, too. Because I was trying to get creative. Yeah. Like, I I didn't want to, like, I didn't want to be sitting there and Frank looking at me like, hey, take fucking photos. The, the one thing about that, because they were, had so much equipment and space, it, it was done quick. Yeah. Because they were doing 20 at a time. Yeah, which... Which is a lot. It's a lot. And it, it's actually, it's kind of nice, like, to be able to... I was happy when he did the finals and he was running just three heats of finals. Yeah. Having everybody... Combined. Combined on the finals. I, I, I don't really like that. Because it's taking away from those groups. Yeah, but. But but he but he 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 backed himself into that corner, so he had to do something. Yeah. And that's why if you leave it at six tests, and do the power test last, it doesn't matter because it's only three minutes. Yeah. I just. I just want to sleep now. <laughs> Because that's part of the reason the way it is the way it is. Because if you do four tests, if you do three tests on Friday, you're really only doing two and a half on Saturday. Or, sorry, three tests on Saturday. Uh, Friday, Saturday. You're doing like two and a half on Sunday. Yeah. Is there even really a final needed, though? No. And that's why I was, when he told me, I was like, I was like, no, no. I mean, and he's like, well, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't undo it now. I'm like, well, okay, this is bullshit, but. I mean, Iman had basically won. He didn't have, he, he, I don't think he, he said he didn't have to do it. He didn't compete, he didn't do anything in the final. Yeah. Like, he. He didn't have to. The minimum amount of work. Yeah. Absolutely possible just to literally move. And he, he ended up getting no reps at one point on. Uh, the step overs. Well, the guy made him do one. The guy made him do too many. Yeah, he, well, he made him do one extra one. Yeah. And he, but he goes, if I started over there and I do twenty, he goes, I would end right here. With everybody else's sandbags. <laughs> and he was. And, the guy and he was, didn't get no repped. Yeah, he just made him do. Well, I guess he made him do another. I thought he kind of no repped him for something. And On the very last one, he should have, but but that was extra anyway, so it didn't yeah, really so matter. Mattered anyway. Yeah. But yeah, he didn't really. I mean, he busted his ass all weekend. Yeah, at that point, Eamon was like, ah, fuck it. Yeah, he's like, I... He just took his time on the devil's process. He's like, it doesn't matter if I win this or not. And he won the whole Yeah. Because he was 70 points ahead. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he pulled it. He rich froning it. Yeah, that's what I told him. I was like, just, just, just froning that shit and just enjoy it. Yeah, just kind of... Take it in. Yeah. Cruise through it. Wave to people. Yeah. Give him the thumbs up. Grab somebody's chalk, crush it. <laughs> Take look, a kid out on the floor with you. Yeah. Look at him, just be like, throw it up in the air. It'll be fun. Yeah, he crushed the shit out of the whole weekend. Yeah. That's the first time I've ever seen him work out in person. I have seen him somewhere before. Probably saw him on 
at the games on for the Masters. Maybe. But I don't think he's podium, but he he doesn't do poorly when he. I mean, obviously. Oh, yeah. I mean, you saw him. Yeah. You know, you know. I mean, I don't think he could have hung with the elites, but he definitely would have probably won RX. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's easily. I mean, I just. But I've seen him someplace else. Like, I've seen him. I don't know if I've maybe seen him at the Arnold. I don't know that he's worried that he's competed at the Arnold past couple of years. Oh, no. Nah. If he if he uh, was, I would have pointed him out because I met him, like I said, during COVID. I'm thinking before then. Like before oh. COVID. Um, so I, I just, I mean, I know I've seen pictures of him. I'm sure I've seen pictures of him with Bobby on the... Oh, the, more than likely. MFC. Yeah. But then there were a couple other people that I've seen that were from Ohio, like there were a couple guys that were independent that I've seen at the Arnold or other events around Columbus, like the dude with the long blonde hair, he was from the Columbus area, mm-hmm. and well, I mean, Matt Allen's from CrossFit Polaris. 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 I think he's one of the owners. Maybe. Like with Christy. Yeah, there's a lot of people from Ohio and Indiana that have been showing up more. It's really not that far. I mean, well, but like the first two first two years I was there, like nobody, there was nobody from Ohio. Like those M, M, the Made for Greatness M4G, those guys just started showing up. Yeah, those are all uh, two years ago. No, they're in Indy. Oh, are they? Yeah. And then there was that one thicker blonde girl that like was strong as fuck, but that was about it. She's from Cincy. Oh. Yeah, she's from Kenwood. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah, we were talking today. You have this personality that people just want to talk to you. Well, I usually, well, her, I, I, well, I mean, I'm usually asking for people's, like, contact information so I can tag them. That's another thing. We need registration. We need to put their Instagram handles on their, um... Instagram, Facebook. Something. More so Instagram. Yeah. Facebook's harder to tag. Need your Instagram and your TikToks, please. Yeah. I mean, but most of the people remember me from last year doing all the headshots. Because I talked to like 90% of the participants just doing the headshots. I should probably smile more and tell people good job. Yeah. I didn't do any of that. One guy was like, hey, I appreciate you being here. I'm like, I appreciate you doing this workout so much. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, it was a good time. I'm like, great, tell Frank. Yeah. Can't do anything for it. Uh, tell Francesco. Yeah. Tell Francis. Francis. I was trying to think if there were some other. Uh, well, I said that there was a guy who looked like. Uh, 
Mikey. You, you were saying some off the wall shit. Yeah, you said there's a guy that looked like somebody from the Goonies. You said there was someone that looked like Justin Bieber. There's a, there was a kid that looked like I, I thought was Justin Bieber for a minute. Oh, and then you said Prince Harry or there something was shit. Another guy that looked like uh, I think Prince William. He's the older one, right? I I don't know. William Harry. Yeah, so Prince William. We'll have to ask uh, UK Patrick. Um, and then there was a guy that looked like Mikey from the Goonies. Like a young Mikey, like one of the quarries. Yeah. Like, oh shit, he looks like Mikey from the Goonies. Or not Mikey, um, whatever, whoever played the quarries. Mikey wasn't the Oh, it was Mikey Corey Haim. Yeah. I don't remember what his name I think was. He's the one that's still alive. I don't remember which one's dead. I just call them the Corys. Yeah, everybody calls them the Corys. One of them, well, the alive one, which I guess would be Corey Haim, I believe. He, he, you ever see he had a band a few years ago? Yeah. Corey's Angels? Yeah. It was not good. No, it was not at all. That was, it was really That bad. was tragic, yeah. And he toured. I know. And he was playing at this small. Cl- he was he was scheduled to play at this small club right by my house. And like, I I am going, and the show got canceled. Uh, I was really disappointed. Uh, hold on, my mic turned off. Did the battery die? It must have. The battery died on. Yeah. I mean, it's back on now. And we've only been not. talking for like three hours, four hours, and six minutes yeah. plus another hour. Yeah, it's just it's blinky and well, little red, little redness. But uh, we're almost to your house. Yes, this concludes our uh, so, Rogan. God, we probably got a good six six shows in this. <laughs> maybe maybe more. I'm sure a lot of this can be uh, re- re- repurposed as vacation shows. You just have to edit them and set them up, but I definitely feel like that the um, the bonfire one needs to be published. Oh, that's going out as a as a, <laughs> as a whole show. I didn't hit stop or pause at any time to start new shows, but that that whole bonfire thing is going out. Because I I really need to know the opinion of Buckhorn Nation uh, if there's anything that we missed. I should have gave you more crazier answers. On for with shit. the bonfire show, yeah. Bonfire waits for no man. Bonfire waits for no man. It should be a t-shirt. It takes the village. Or a bumper sticker. Like, you got coexist bumper stickers, and then you got the bonfire waits for no man. Yeah. And people would be like, huh? Like, I don't get it. Well. Uh, you wouldn't. You wouldn't. I also don't get the the AM820 bumper stickers in Columbus. <laughs> that's, a, that's solely a Columbus thing, I think. Those people can't drive for shit. No one listens to the radio anyway. Old people do. Eight twenty AM. It's a Catholic Catholic music channel. What? Yeah. Is it like people chanting and shit? It's it I think it's more throat singing. Like Buddhist monks? Kinda. Huh. Everybody's got their jam. Everybody's got their thing, so somebody talks some people talk shit about house music, so I, I guess I can I can understand. Yeah, you'll have to look up throat singing. It's kind of a it's, yeah, it's kind of Buddha monkey, but brass monkey. It's a funky monkey. All right, yeah, my battery's about dead. So. All right. Hey, Joe it. Rogan.
we're coming you're, you're, for we're you. We're coming for you. <laughs> Long form entertainment <laughs> for the win. So I don't know when my when my mic died, but.